Welcome to the Dirty Slides Podcast. I am Joe Prano here inside the Laz Lair with my co-host, Andy Laz Lazarus. How are you, Laz? What's up, Joe? Guess what day it is? What day is it? It's fucking Mad Bum Day. This is very exciting. I did not know this until I arrived today. Um, I haven't watched a lot of baseball this week, but that's okay. It's not like I run. I mean, a, it is the NBA Finals. Yeah, and we know it is the like, NBA Finals. You know, it's it's not like deal. I run a full baseball podcast or anything. Right. Um, I walked in. You're like, it's Mad Bum Day, and I did know that the Giants are in the midst of a five game win streak, which pulled them to five hundred. And anybody that remembers the first episode of Dirty Slides. I said, where do you feel like the Giants need to be, you know, to, to contend in this division? You said, we just need to be around 500 when Mad Bum gets back. And here we are. I, I feel like the team was like in their locker room going, we just need to get, to, get to, to 500, 500. <laughs> when Mad Bum gets exactly. back. Exactly. And they did it. And they were five games back of 500 and they were like, fuck this. Let's we just win the this. next five games. Yeah. They then shut out the Phillies, I think, three times. Yeah. Which was bizarre. Um, I just said to you, I want in on the Giants bandwagon. Come on in, dude. The water's fine. Dodgers fans have enraged me the last few years. Yeah. We don't talk about the Brown. We don't. Um, I was in on the, the D-backs. D-backs bandwagon early in the season. But these guys, it's like... They had it. They're 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 metzing the NL West. <laughs> they, they had it. They were running away with it. Now they're in like fourth. It, you know what's funny? The Brown, even though we don't speak about them, they're only four games back. Yeah. So this whole division is either really good or really shitty. I'm not really sure. Right. But and um, then the Rockies. Shout out to Bo Blaha. Like the Rockies, but never been able to really get on board with the Rockies. Is it the purple? I think it's the purple. Yeah. Yeah. Which I I feel terrible saying because it is uh, Alzheimer's Awareness Month and <laughs> is that, big, it's purple. Is Alzheimer's the, is purple the yeah, official color yeah, of Alzheimer's? Go, go purple for Alzheimer's. Maybe that's why the uh, Rockies forget to sign a new pitching <laughs> every year. <laughs> every year. <laughs> well, Joe, you're welcome on the Giants bandwagon because literally nobody's jumping on it. So there's plenty of room. You know, there's there's nice cushiony seats. Also, I go every year to Mets, Giants, to Mets, Giants. front row seats. Because it's a fantastic stadium. In, in the Bay. Yeah. And this year, it's end of August, early September. The Mets are showing no sign of being contenders. Your Mets have fallen apart anything. completely. It's disgusting. Um, now, there's a lot of things. It's a culmination of so many things. But from... Syndergaard going to the DL, the finger. DeGrom is still DeGrom, poor DeGrom. Free Jacob DeGrom. Yeah. Man. When I left last Getting episode. Getting caned, dude. Getting caned. When I left last episode, I was, you know, le- driving home and trying to think of titles, and I was just free Jacob DeGrom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, I am 
for the for years on the Dirty Sports podcast, I've been an advocate of freeing people yeah. from terrible situations, and everybody is calling like you know the 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 down in the dumps Mets fans who are always cynical and are like we're not going to win a game the rest of the year, and we got to get everything we Do you can. Feel for like everybody they're sucking right you in. I feel like they're sucking me in, but they're also calling for the trade of Jacob Degrom, and I'm like, how do you trade Jacob Degrom? I, I don't. How think you do trade you him. like? I, when I think of trading Jacob Degrom, I think of what's happening in Seattle right now, leading the division, and Hernandez made it all the way through. Yeah, he survived. He survived many a Degrom all of that season. Hell. Yeah, he, he survived. You know the. Cy Young when he won 14 games, like 14 and 12 or something right. like that, because they just didn't have any team around him. But now they're leading the the AL West, and he's there for it. Yeah, he's part of it. He's a major part of it. That's what Degrom has to be for the Mets. I understand, but like the idea right now, would you rather trade Thor than Degrom? Yes. Um, God, that's so tough. Thor will probably get you more right now, even though he's not as good as DeGrom. Just the idea of Thor. He's younger. Right. But he, the idea of Thor, if he doesn't turn around or thinks he, you know, he, yeah. he doesn't stay healthy, that is a diminishing return. So you got to get it while it's hot. I would say, yeah, only because DeGrom has been such a bulldog. Yeah. He's such a guy who, like, on the nights he doesn't have it, he still shuts people down. Yeah. And that's what you need. In an ace. That's what you need in a stopper. Every five days, you're going to get a guy who shoves, like, whether he feels good, whether the weather's good, whatever. Jacob DeGrom, he doesn't come out and take dumps on the field. He just doesn't. He doesn't. He, I think it was two seasons ago now. It might have been, might have been 2015 or 2016. He had a bad game against the Yankees in, like, June. And then after that was like lights That was out. his last bad game. It was like his last bad game. <laughs> Would you trade Thor for Ozzy Aviles right now? <sighs> no. But Ozzy Aviles could like solve your outfield problem. Like <laughs> uh, 100% like, solve it. We have it's like we have an outfield problem and we don't have an outfield problem. You know what I mean? Like we Well, have, you have too many right and left fielders yeah. it seems to me. Yes. Right? You don't have one center fielder. Your most center fieldy guy is, I mean, wait, is uh, is uh, Curtis Granderson still with no. the team? Oh, no. Well, there, there is he Nemo was. Nemo slash Conforto. Right, Conforto and yeah. Nemo, which have corner outfield face written all over yeah. them. <laughs> and meanwhile, we have Jay Bruce and Saspidus. Yeah, corner outfield guys. Um, Just take... Like get get rid of Bruce, get rid That's of. What him. I'm saying, man, you don't need Jay Bruce. Yeah, he's getting in the way of Conforto and Nimmo. He doesn't play center field. He strikes out a ton. He's going to hit you 240 with 32 home runs and 100 RBIs or whatever. But never been, you know, never been in. Like I know he's been an All Star. I know he hits a b- bunch of home runs. I guess he was an impact player for the Reds. You know when Homer Bailey was good. But is he really an impact dude? Didn't you get him last last July? Yeah. We got him. And you guys did not make the playoffs. We got him uh, two Julys ago. 
then traded him last July to the Indians. And then re-signed him. And then re-signed him. You can't, you just can't quit Jay Bruce. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Oh man, he's got that good face. You just, you guys love that. Yeah, I don't, I didn't understand that. I didn't understand the Bruce signing and I didn't under, and I'm on the record as being very anti the, uh, very anti the Todd Frazier signing, which I still don't understand. And I joked and I checked it on Twitter today because he just came back from an injury. He had a shit game. I understand first day off the DL, but I was like arguing with a friend of mine who's a Yankee fan on Twitter when it happened. And I was like, I can't wait for the all-star break when he's hit 12 home runs and he's hitting, when he's hitting 195 with 12 home runs. And I'm going to come back to you and say, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. And he's currently hitting like 230 with five home runs. Thanks. And we're, uh, yeah. and we're a month from the all-star game. Right. So if he hits seven this month, he'll get there. I, I don't think you were the Mets were ever in a position where they needed to like get whiter, but you inexplicably got whiter. I know. It's a it it you should never need to get whiter. No. You know? Like we had ever. we had an outfield situation this summer where I was talking about McCutcheon. It's like I get McCutcheon is no longer a center fielder. Right. But McCutcheon is a center fielder on the Mets. Yeah, he is. He's a Mets center fielder. Yeah. And he's black. Yeah. 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 Do you have one black guy on the team? American no. black man? No. No. We had Curtis. Yeah. Curtis has since left us. Yeah, it's bad. I don't really want to talk about the Mets too much. Free, okay. fr- free okay. Jacob DeGrom. <laughs> so you want him out we lost there. To, we lost to the Orioles tonight. Ouch. No, I mean, I don't want him gone, but I'm also just free him. Free him from this. Free him. I don't know. I don't know what. I don't want him to leave, but I don't want him to have to. You stay. don't want him to suffer anymore. Yeah. I don't want him to leave, but I don't want him to stay. Uh, Mickey Callaway's still a dude. I, I, you're vexed. I'm completely. I have no idea what happened because here's the thing. I did will, we call Mickey Callaway a dude yeah. too quick? Yeah. Well, I mean, I I don't blame you. you Start off like thirteen and three. The problem with Mickey Callaway, and this is what's really difficult for me, is. I don't believe that the way he managed the first month of the season that you can just get lucky for a month for a month in every single call. I think he's like a great poker player that has just on tilt. He's Cougar. We talked about he's Cougar. Yeah. He lost his edge. I I just, (laughs) I can't, I can't, possibly believe that he's lucky and now it's going so bad i just think he's like guessing (laughs) he's just seeing ghosts out there yeah and just go mickey just stop what you're doing and just be a baseball guy again. yeah yeah like just go just go back to just do everything by the book do go by the numbers for a while now it's the top of the second here in san francisco there's a little miscommunication between down two hour already Little ground ball. Longoria's like, I got I mean, it. You got it. Well, and I'm not ca- sure how Longoria is not. I got it. Like, right. what is I got that? it. Then he hears the ghost of wet hair who said nothing. Yeah. And it goes right in between. That's pretty terrible. All right. Should we go around the league? Let's go around the league. The AL East, Boston and the Yankees are now 
13 games up on the rest of the division. Tampa Bay, Toronto, Baltimore. Uh, and Chris Archer just went on the deal. Yeah. So. All 13 or greater game is back. Boston, 42 and 19. Yankees, one game back, 39 and 18. Now, Boston just, they can't stop winning. Yeah. They're they have, awesome. They have the most wins in baseball. It's not close. Mookie Betts is hurt. Doesn't seem to matter. They have 42 wins. Next closest in baseball is 37. Yeah. If you had to take Boston or the field in the World Series, in the World Series from the AL right now, are you still taking that? Are you taking them or are you still taking the Astros? Yeah, no, I'm not. You're still taking, taking the Astros. I, I, I didn't think there's too many good American League teams to yeah. just go Boston or the field. Um, Aaron Judge struck out eight times the other day <laughs> in one calendar day. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. The doubleheader yeah. went fucking golden sombrero yeah. two times. Double golden Duble. sombrero. Um, and we got to talk about Stanton, who is beefing with is it is it Mike, Mike Fires, Fires or Mike Fears? Yeah, I think it's Fires, right? Yeah. Um who is the guy who hit him in the face? Right. Who's the guy who brought on the Remember originally he wore like the softball mask? Oh, he's the one who did the like the softball hat kind of no, thing. No, he's the one that hit Stanton that did the, then Okay, no, and then he got a cage. Yeah, then he got the cage. Now he Which goes is with a terrible, terrible look. Terrible look. Now he goes with the the face, face piece yeah. that everybody Does. has has decided to go with. Yeah. Then he hits Stanton. Everybody in the world. Where did he hit him? Because like, I just saw the home run after. Yeah. He it, it was like in the back and the shoulder and whatever. Like okay. it was not on purpose. Right. It loaded the bases. Everybody there knew it wasn't on purpose. Then he hit a homer later in the game. He fucking pimps it. He points at him. To be fair, it was an absolute rocket bomb. Yeah, because that's all he hits when he hits that. Yeah, that's true. But then in the post game, he's saying, because he's the guy who hit me in the face, he can throw inside, but he can't hit me. Even by accident, he can't hit me. First of all, you can't declare anything. (laughs) Right? Yeah. No, I mean, I don't know if we've declared Stanton a dude or not. But this has to be taken into account. Yeah. <laughs> That's terrible. We're going to have to check the book of Deuteronomy. Yeah, we might have to check the Deuteronomy book. Mata. Yeah. Get on it. But you can't, you can't hit me. You can't hit me, no matter what. That's so absurd. That nah. I you don't even know where to start. Yeah, I mean, that's just a complete bitch move. And, like, I wouldn't... Like, when he's saying that in front of cameras... Like, does he immediately regret it? Is there anything in his in his mind is like, oh man, this is a really pussy thing to say. Like, I think he you said can throw it. inside, but you can't hit me. Yeah, or else, like, or else. And he was like, with our history, you can't hit me. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. Now I want to hit you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I want fires to hit him. Uh, Fire fires. Cleveland is now three games above 500. Woohoo! How about anybody else? 31 and 28. Nope. Rest of the division, second best, three and a half games back. Detroit, 29 and 33. Minnesota, 26 and 30. Kansas City, 21 and 39. Chicago, 18 and 39. 12 games back. So, Cleveland out out and running. Three games. Three it's just and so weird that up. the city of Cleveland, like two of their teams just dominate the division, conference, whatever. And the other team 
hasn't won a division forever. Yeah. Hasn't won a game forever. Yeah. That's odd. Well. That's, that's crazy. It's, yeah. And it makes yeah. me think too much about the Knicks versus the Yankees and the Giants. <laughs> so we'll move on from okay. that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but Cleveland has been playing well. And, uh, I mean, not well enough that they haven't improved, you know. Yeah. They're, they're only they playing three games well or is their division continuing? Yeah, their division's suck. garbage. Yeah. Now. This is exciting. The AL West, Seattle is now a game up 37 and 22 to Houston's 37 and 24. They are leading the AL West. They're streaking since Cano went out. They're playing fantastic baseball. They made a trade. Yeah. They made a trade to get uh, Denard Span and Halome, Colome. Yep. Another pitcher. And D. Gordon has since moved to second base. Okay. In place of Cano. Um, which I didn't realize had happened. I asked a, I asked CT, which is our uh, Seattle rental car dirt ball, uh-huh. um, who shout out to CT bought me tickets to the July Fourth game. I'll be attending the July Fourth game in Seattle with him. Oh, excellent! Uh, so shout out to CT. What up, um, CT? He told me I was like, has D Gordon been playing since Cano went out? And he said no, since they got Spawn, and then they moved this guy and blah blah blah, which. I didn't even think about that when Cano went out. That right, you, you just slide D Gordon in there, right? Like, what a fantastic problem to have is like, oh, is D Gordon gonna be our center fielder or is he gonna be our second baseman? Yeah, that is a great problem to have, but unfortunately, now you have a Denard Span problem, right? And Denard Span was, you know, dead last in the National League and zone rating or whatever last year. I might have a better arm than him from center field. Denard Span is in uh he's in a group of guys like Otis Nixon, uh Joe McEwing. Super Joe. Guys who I know he's not sixty five years old. Right. Why does he look sixty five? Right. Greg he, Odin. Yeah, yeah. Is is he on <laughs> is he just on a handful of greenies every day? <laughs> And it's just like tearing his life apart. Does he smush up the greenies and just rub it all over his face? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. why does he? I mean, he's not fifty. He's not fifty, but like, I think, like, I don't know if you've ever seen Denard Span hit. I have, indeed. He is so robotic. Yeah. the The most robotic hitter. There's no fluidity to him at all, and I think that robotic stuff just ages you. Yeah. Because you're just like. I step here, then I go back, and then I swing, and then it just ages you. It yeah. must, because he's not a good center fielder, and hopefully they can make that. Well, I don't know how many more games uh, Cano's got, but if they can just, I mean, he's he gets better for eighty, so he's probably sixty served, more games. Yeah, right. Maybe he's served thirty. I yeah. don't know, but yeah, sixty games. I hope I hope Seattle can can manage it. I love it. I'm. I mean, I've, I'm. I'm still the the AL West remains my favorite division. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And the addition, I know. Oh, it's, by the way, uh, Seattle's up seven one on the Astros. They're they got a three game series right now, so yeah. it's probably the number one series in the league right now. In addition to like, with, sorry, I should say, with the addition of Houston, however many years ago that was, but them coming to the AL West is like that division just top like. The Texas Rangers are by far, and not just because they're in last place, but just generally 
the least exciting team in that division. Yeah. And they're an exciting team. Like, kind of year in and year out. It's like, oh, what are the Rangers going to do? Yeah. They like to spend money. They like to get wild down there in Arlington. Right. Seattle, a game up on Houston. Five games up on Mike Trout, Shohei, Shoei Otani. Yeah. And six and a half games up on your Oakland A's, followed by 13 and a half games up on Texas. I feel like I haven't even seen a Texas Rangers highlight this year. Um, except for Odor Slide. I Odor guess. Slide, <laughs> yeah, 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 which we have to talk about. You saw it. What did you think? <laughs> I thought it was dirty, but... Not criminally not dirty. Not criminally dirty. But he went way outside the bag. He went way outside the bag. He still had enough space for his his hand to touch the bag, but it was at least... he. He slid about a foot outside the bag. I think that would made it dirty as he kicked out his leg. Exactly, even wider, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't think the slide was necessarily too terrible, but it was the you know the roundhouse that he tried to deliver. Yeah, that was kind of shitty. And this after after being like after taking you know famous umbrage with the dirty slide. Yeah, with like maybe even not a dirty slide a couple years ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Is yeah. that the one where he knocked out Joey yeah. Bats? Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I'm, I'm classifying it dirty. Um, I'd love to see Seattle just be in the mix. I'd love to see Seattle even get a wild card. Seattle deserves it. Um, I want to see Seattle in the playoffs in those uh, 1990 Ken Griffey Jr., Ken Griffey Sr. unis with the S. How the comp- S hat. Like... When you look at the when you look at the AL right now, Boston Yankees in the AL East, Cleveland leading the AL Central, Seattle and Houston five games up on the Angels in the West. That seems like it. Like, that seems like that's going to be the. the doesn't teams, it seem like right? that's? Yeah. I don't want to jinx anybody yeah. except the Yankees. Fuck you guys. Hope I did jinx you. <laughs> um, Those seems like the teams though. I, I think the Angels are going to make it interesting though. Yeah. Yeah. But. I, not forget that that's even set. Tampa Bay's 13 behind the Yankees. The Angels are five back, and then obviously the AL Central. We're, you're not getting two teams out of the AL Central. You wouldn't so, think so. So it's almost a certainty that Boston, the Yankees, the AL Central, and one of these te- one of those one three of those, teams. Yeah. Or two of those three teams. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. That's like because we've had a lot of AL Central teams in the playoffs lately. Yeah, yeah, enough. To to me, that's that's a fun AL playoffs. Yeah, like give it to me. Give me the Yankees Seattle wild card game. Give me the fucking Yankees Houston wild card game. That's right, because the wild card game will most certainly come out of the East, right? Mm-hmm. It's not going to come out of the central. Cleveland will be locked yeah. in. Even give me the give me the Boston oh, Seattle wild card oh, game. Yeah. But what about the Seattle like this the famous 1995 wild uh, uh, I guess it wasn't it was division series game. Yeah. Series, but like that Seattle Yankee series was amazing. Yeah. Give it yeah. to me. Yeah. Um going over to the NL, the NL East, Atlanta still a half game up on Washington. Atlanta is like the new hot chick in school. Yeah. Just sexy. Sexy AF. I hate everybody in the NL East, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Um, so, But you got to admit, like, all those 
boys from Curacao are doing yep. it right now. Yeah. No, but what I'm going to say, because I don't want to hear, like, you're a fucking Braves hater. Yeah. You fucking, fucking, you hate the Braves. Like, dude, I, I, by I, the way, I have every reason to hate the they hate the Braves, dating back to 1993. Yeah, when they traded for Fred McGriff, and we couldn't, and they beat us out. And we won 103 games and didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, and and for all Tom Glavin's fastballs that were six inches outside the outside the zone, getting called strikes, that was bullshit. And trust me, I hate the Washington Nationals. Yeah, and trust me, of course I hate Philadelphia. Yeah, but I hate to say it because I so wanted them dead. I didn't even want them in the mix. Washington, a half game back out of how poorly they were doing early in the season. I just think Atlanta's too young still. I do too. And I just think Philadelphia is too young slash not as good I think, as they're playing. I think Philly's got a Gabe Kapler problem. Yeah, exactly. I don't believe in Gabe Kapler. And then the Mets seven games back, we covered that. Yeah. Uh, your Milwaukee Brewers. Still hanging still in. Still hanging. They're now a game and a half up on the Chicago Cubs. Cubs are getting hot. Cubs are putting it together. St. Louis, three games back. Pittsburgh, six games back. It's like, it just doubles. It's division leader, one and a half, three, six, 16. <laughs> Free Joey Votto. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the Joey Votto Seinfeld thing? That, yeah, I did. Uh, we talked about on how yeah, fucking great is that? Yeah, that's hilarious. Joey Votts. <laughs> Do you see his response? He was yeah. like, oh, yeah, I thought David Letterman was my uh, limo driver. Yeah. And I wasn't talking to Jerry Seinfeld. So great. <laughs> I was talking to Jerry, whoever. Uh, like, so let's do this. I'll, I'll, we'll take a quick look at the NL West, and I'll do the same thing and just show you how not as fun it is. <laughs> <laughs> the NL West, Arizona is still leading the division. There are a half game up on Colorado. Your San Francisco Giants, a game and a half back. Dodgers, two games back. Brown, four and a half games back. I mean, the is, Brown, it, is the, it a great division or is it a shit division? Yeah. The Brown, by the way, speaking of, just to touch on the Brown, they're in striking distance if they go to the Brown today. Yeah. Do you know like, what I mean? Why Why not? We're not talking about wait until next season and figure it out and come with a whole new, like, you guys could, you guys could win the division this year. Go bring back the brown. <laughs> it's ridiculous, and it doesn't even have to be like the old school in 1988 Tony Gwynn Browns. Like, even if you just just start with those like Desert Storm Browns that they've yeah. been wearing or whatever. Yeah, just start somewhere brown. Dodgers only half game behind you. How do you feel about these Dodgers? I like I said, man. I just think they're too talented. Not Kershaw's to back. Kershaw's back, but this. This back injury is interesting. Yeah. Because this is the same back injury he had last year. Yep. Um, Came out. Kershaw, also a bulldog, but, like, he needs his stuff. Yes. Yes. I I don't know. I, it would be interesting to see how he responds if he's throwing 89 instead yeah. of 92. You know? And that, I think that curveball is, has so much torque on it. That yeah. It's killing him. Totally. You know, like that, that's the thing. And when I say he needs this stuff, I don't mean he needs this stuff like, oh, if he doesn't have it, he he's going to get he's going to pitch well. But like they need Clayton Kershaw to be Clayton Kershaw and right. for him to do that. Like when you watch Bumgarner, like the way he just we're watching him right now, the way he just kind of he seems to lollipop it over the plate. Yeah. Where, like you said, 
Kershaw just the torque and the twisting and the it looks easier for looks so much so easier. much easier. Yeah, it's more of a slingshot thing than an up down like it. It looks like it hurts when you watch Kershaw throw. So let's take a let's do this now. The two teams in the NL East are both nine and ten games over five hundred. Everybody, with the exception of Cincinnati, is over 500 in the Central. It's almost like, and it's not nearly as concrete as the AL, but it could be, and Atlanta, Washington, Milwaukee, Chicago, winner of the NL West, NL playoffs. Ew. (laughs) Ew. (laughs) To you, you I say, Ew. (laughs) Because the sexiness of that AL fucking, <laughs> the sexiness of that AL bracket, and now you're going to give me Atlanta, Washington, Milwaukee, and Chicago or St. Louis, and the winner of the West. <laughs> I spit in your face. This is just because the Mets are not involved. In Even this. if it was the Mets, the Mets and Washington, Milwaukee and Chicago, and Arizona. Colorado, San Francisco, or the Dodgers, I say pit of that. <laughs> but dude, the sexiness, the sexiness of the defending champs, Yankees, Red Sox, the, the the Cleveland, who's been there a few years in a row. They were in the World Series two seasons ago. They got Kluber. They got fucking no, Miller. The they got uh, then you got Seattle or LA in the mix with Otani Trout or just the fucking the the return of the M's. It's true. It's true. There's the Giants are not a sexy team. The Dodgers The sexiest team in the NL West is the Dodgers, and they're not that sexy. No, they're not that sexy. But if they can get Machado, they'd be sexy. The sexiest team in the Central is the Chicago Cubs. They're not that sexy. They're kind of sexy, dude. But they're not that like they, without Javi, they're like they, they're, They've got Javi and Wilson Contreras for your and and Almora a little bit. It's got some swag too. The Chicago Cubs are like a fucking <laughs> Desperate Housewives character that just like has a has Javi by as as a ridiculous rack, but otherwise you're like still kind of a fucking still just milfing. Yeah. Well, you could be tired. I mean, like you know, you can be get tired of them. I get, I get it. But I mean, Atlanta. Atlanta Atlanta's, loses sexiness right, right now. But they don't have that pitching. Yeah. And then Washington does have the pitching and the Harper. But, but that's it. They're just not sexy. No, they'll never be. Just red, white, yeah, and fucking yeah. navy. Yeah. Fuck them. Now, there's a couple stories I want to go over. I was trying to... But I'll just say this. Baumgartner in the playoffs could be sexy. Yeah. Especially if the Giants follow my plan and trade him to Atlanta <laughs> <laughs> for the island of Curacao. You wanted to talk about, and so we'll do two quick NL East stories. Scherzer yeah. threw nine straight strikes against <laughs> major leaguers. Major leaguers, not Andy Ruth. You just wanted to point that out because yeah, you're just like, like that's a that fifth out. of the way <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. through Ruther <laughs> with the fucking yeah. With major leaguers. With major leaguers. And I think they were all swings and misses. Yeah. It like, and if it wasn't all, it was like eight out of nine swings and misses. So those, that's nine pitches. What did, what did Ruther get? 30? 50. 50? Yeah. 
Yeah, that's twenty percent of the way. Yeah, yeah, I don't think so. The uh, city field where the Mets play literally caught fire last week. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Really, not much more to that story except this is the Mets. Meet the Mets. Meet the Mets. Come to the ballpark and die in a fire with the Mets. It started with so much promise too. So much promise. We were counting dudes on their pitching staff. You know what's crazy about the Mets is it's just like the Knicks where New York, the Mets, which I know that they're not the Yankees, but the Mets, like, of all those teams we named, there's still a sexiness about the Mets because of New York, because of Thor, because of DeGrom, because of just like the way Cespedes came and the way yeah. he was treated when he arrived. Like... There, it's still New York City, but it's ownership. Like 100%. you're not gonna get guys to just go, yeah, f- so want to play for the Mets. Yeah, you're gonna get like Todd Frazier is like, yeah, I'll play for the Mets. <laughs> and you get Jay Bruce is I like, I think it was uh, the last option for yeah. Todd Frazier. Yeah, like I guess I hope I'll get paid. I mean, isn't <laughs> didn't your owners get get hosed by Bernie uh, Madoff? Does he oh, have no. any money? No, they made money from Bernie Madoff. Oh, they did? Yeah, oh, okay. but then they got sued for that money. Oh, okay. <laughs> because like everybody else who lost money from Bernie Madoff killed themselves. <laughs> um, so as far as we know, the Mets get their paychecks every two weeks. Yeah, yeah. and Bobby Bonilla gets his every July 1st. <laughs> every July 1st. Now, we got to talk about Mike Trout. because Continues to be the greatest player in baseball. Like... How, I guess my question is, well, first of all, he's like pacing for like whatever his average is, 35 bombs, 50 steals. Yeah. No, sorry. 50 bombs, 35 steals, like 100 plus. Like he's he's trending for like an all-time great season. Which is his like eighth in a row. Right. At what point do we just like, at what point do we anoint him like fully? I think we should anoint him right now. Just start. Let's just like bring back the brown. Uh, anoint Mike Trout. Goat Dude, Trout. Goat Trout. Goat Trout. Yeah, Mike Trout is the best player in baseball history. <laughs> fucking could be man. I'm, I'm so saying <laughs> like could be, man. You know, obviously there's there's the Bonds sort of legacy situation is tainted. Tainted. Griffey got hurt. Griffey got hurt. I mean. Willie Mays. Mays, but like Willie Mays, man. Yeah. Now, like Willie Mays, I believe stole 300 bases in his career. I think, um, you know, uh, a Trout has got to get over 400, 400, because Bonds did that before 400 home runs, 400 stolen bases in your career before he started on the juice, because he was mad at Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire. So he got that before. You think he was at 400 before? I know he was. I know he was. That's why he was so pissed. <laughs> he went he went 40-40 that year. Right. And got 400 and got that record 400-400 that year. And no one was paying attention and he got mad. Trout is 26 years old. Okay. Mike Trout's 26. Yeah. Mike Trout has 220 career home runs. That's incredible. Mike Trout could be how many stolen bases does he have? He's by the way, he's a six-time All-Star. He's been with the the Angels from 2011 to present. He's a six-time All-Star, 2012 to 2017. He has two AL MVPs. 
He's a rookie of the year, AL RBI leader, uh, 30-30. He was a stolen base leader in 2012. He's at 220. I mean, we're talking about his career average is 305. He's got 1,100 hits already. He's got 177 stolen bases. He okay, could potentially, so by the time he's 32, he could have 400 home runs. Sorry, how many stolen bases does he have? 177? Yeah. Almost 400 stolen bases. Uh, almost 2,000 hits by the time he's 32 years old. I mean, I, that's what I'm saying. If Mike Trout... Came up in the 1950s. No like, rings, though. Right, right. No, no rings. rings. Right, right. How could you be the goat with no rings? <laughs> Jeter, one. <laughs> Barra, two. Whitey Ford, three. Call me when you get to ze- the zero <laughs> rings part of the list. <laughs> you stupid fucks. <laughs> I mean, he's certainly trending as. Well, he's the best player in baseball now. No question. Mm-hmm. No question. Not juicing. Not juicing. Always been thick. Yeah. Yeah. He's the, probably thick with the kids. Millville Meteor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's probably thick coming out of the womb. I'm going for it. Let's I'm gonna I'm doing it. This is the anointing episode. This episode will be titled Mike, Mike Trout, Trout is, is the, the greatest. greatest player in baseball history. <laughs> fine. <laughs> fine. I'm totally fine Do with it. it. Do it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly. Like, I never saw Willie Mays play. Yeah. You know? Um, and he would be the only guy. And I, I, I'm i sure that Mike Trout and Mickey Mantle were very, are very, very similar players. Right. right. And that's what I'm saying. If Mike Trout came out in 1952, like, you'd hear songs about him. Right. You know, just like the Mick. Yeah. You know? But he probably wouldn't, wouldn't booze as hard as the Mick. Because <laughs> nobody Billy Crystal would be jerking off over Yeah, him. oh my God. Billy Crystal would be like, I went to yeah. the Yankee Stadium yeah. and I watched him. <laughs> and I saw Mike Trout. And it inspired me to do You Marvelous. <laughs> you are marvelous, marvelous, Mike. Mike. Mike Trout. Marvelous Mike. There we go. Here's yeah. a 1997 uh, clip of Bonds hitting a ding dong. Look at how skinny he was. Rod oh. Beck out there. Oh, this is the double play. Okay, and this and then and then Brian Johnson comes up and hits a walk off right there. Remember when they brought back just the gap sign? Yep, that was this year. It started in the stick. Yeah, ninety seven. Yeah, this is the first year they closed off the. Uh, they used to have a chain link fence before, and you just see, see people just running around getting home run balls. It just looks so fucking ratchet. <laughs> Candlestick was so rad. I never watched a uh, baseball game in Candlestick. You watched football game Only a football game, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was a great football stadium. Yeah. Yeah. I thought the parking lot was fantastic. uh, Fantastic tailgating. And that, the... um, The Foghorn? The Foghorn that when we were out there, I was like, what's happening? And they were like, that's... It was telling you how long you had till kickoff. Yeah. And uh, my buddy Ned and I split a case of Miller Lights in the parking lot in like 40 minutes. That's like, impressive. Yeah, because we bought it, and we we're like, what are we going to do? Put them in the car? They're going to get... Fuck that. They're going to get warm. Yeah. Um, Goat drinking right there. Let's talk college ball. Oh, yeah. Did you watch any of the regionals? I did. I watched um, Tennessee Tech um, play Ole Miss. I think Ole Miss was the number one seed. And um, 
it was a low-scoring game. It was like three to two. And Tennessee Tech, I can't remember the name of this guy, this dude, but he's my nomination for dude of the week. Comes out from right field, no warm-up pitches, shoves it for three innings, high leverage situation against the number one team in the country, and Tennessee Tech was fired up. And did Tennessee Tech win the region? Uh, they, they knocked out whoever to play for the regional championship. Yeah. And yeah. we don't know what happened. So we don't know what happened. Um, why did he not take warm-up pitches? Nobody knows. I, 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 I just came into the game, and these guys are like, no warm-up pitches for this guy. I like it. Yeah. That's a nice mental fucking strategy. He's like, yeah. no, I'm good to show. I'm good, man. So Probably because he already hosed a dude from right field. An update on our bet. I took East Carolina, Stetson, and UCLA. You took Texas Tech, Texas Southern, and Cal State Fullerton. Yes. Then we both took full regions. Yes. We just we just got freebie regions. Uh, both of our regions, the number one seeds in that region, won their region. So I got Chapel Hill, UNC, and yeah. you got Oregon, Oregon State, State. From Corvallis. So in our bet, you have Texas Tech. Still yeah. remaining. Why did you pick Texas Tech? Because a guy I played with in the Arizona Summer Collegiate League, Randy Duras, one of the best hitters I ever played with. So he went to Texas Tech. And then you have Fullerton. Fullerton, you it's know. Just like a, a nod to the Marcotte days. Yeah, just nod to the late 90s. Of, yeah. You know, the golden age of Fullerton, California. Yeah. Marcotte is a guy, I think we talked about it in one of those early episodes. Like when I watched him play, I was like, oh, he could pitch and hit in the big leagues. Yeah. Yeah. And then he ended up then just kind hitting. of doing one. Yeah. Uh, and then you got Oregon State. And then, so I have UNC, and I still have Jacob DeGrom's Stetson University. <laughs> still alive. Uh, winner, great. if any of those teams remaining, the two I have and the three you have, any of them remaining end up winning the College World Series. You get a bottle of Maker's Mark. And you get a bottle of Kettle or goose or whatever your whatever vodka yeah. preference was yeah um my vodka preference in general is just not well vodka yeah well i have an an unopened i have two unopened bottles of kettle on top of my refrigerator oh really one of them is waiting to be handed to you oh thanks so i i hope you win honestly oh, thanks um should we do a, a slide into the dms yeah let's what do, what do we got this week Shout out to everybody who has uh, slid into the DMs. We're getting lots of great lots questions. Lots of great questions. Um, sometimes we're replying to you guys in the DMs because it's an easy question to answer. Yeah. Sometimes we're going to answer it in the DMs and we're going to mention it on the show still. But I don't want to... Uh, I don't want anybody that was is thinking about sliding into the DMs not to slide into the DMs just because your question doesn't get answered because I'm I'm happy about having more than we can possibly answer. Right. So I picked uh, a few for the show. The hits. This week. This is the hits. Uh, this from Matthew Pope at M underscore Pope 11. Honored to have Prano as part of Pirate Nation. Eastern Carolina. Eastern Carolina. No longer East in. East Carolina. In, yeah. East Carolina no longer in the College World Series, but neither, neither here nor there. I'm still a Quick member question, of Pirate did, Nation. Did Popeye Jones play for East Carolina? I think he might have. Yeah. Hopefully, they won't be out by the time the next episode comes around. Womp womp. Womp, sorry. Also, kind of a letdown, the reaction from the Braves walk-offs 
so subtle. <laughs> Guess you were kind of expecting it. Indeed, I was, sir. Anyway. Margo! Anyway, don't know if you saw in our conference tourney championship, a couple of our fans were tossed because this fat piece of shit from Houston got struck out and got butt hurt and decided to whine about it. The cra- uh, With that said, what's the craziest thing you've seen happen in the seats at the ballpark? Uh, I mean, I've seen many, many fights yep. at Dodger Stadium. Yep. <laughs> many, many fights. Um, the craziest thing I saw personally at the ballpark is when I got jumped by six Mexican dudes in the parking lot of Dodger Stadium. Wow. Yeah. I was wearing my Giants hat. No, I wasn't even like wearing a, I think I was just wearing a Giants hat. They kicked visor. my buddy to death. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, they luckily, kicked my buddy Brian to death. I <laughs> yeah, visited him Brian weekly. Stowe. Yeah. No, I wasn't there for that. Um, at the end of the day, nothing really happened. Um, there are some swings, there are some blocks. I got off a swing, totally missed. And then, you know, some dude in a golf cart came up <laughs> and, uh, escorted me into the stadium. That's amazing. Yeah. But, um, many, many fights at Dodger stadium. I have two that are, neither of them are, well, one's fan related. We were the fans, yeah. uh, but not fan on fan combat. Uh, so my two favorite just in the seats at the ballpark, both include my brother Mikey. The first one is we were sitting directly behind home plate in the loge uh, at the old Chase Stadium, and a fucking scorching, like high fastball swung, like just hits the top of the bat. Goes, it just, you know, basically it's coming off the bat as fast as it can come backwards. Yeah. And the ball was up high. So I reach up and it hits my hand and deflects and explodes the face of the guy behind me. <laughs> Blood pouring down his face. There's a scuffle. My brother picks up. So there's up. no backstop between No, you? this is where we're like this next deck up. Oh, okay. So So it scorches over the backstop. Over the oh, yeah. Right. Over the thing and like straight back. And like as as hard like you know the ones that go into the press box. Yeah. Like as hard as it can come back, and it hits my hand, hits this guy in the face. He's immediately opens up. Yeah. Uh, my brother in the scramble gets the ball, and the guy's like holding his fucking face, yeah. and he's like, "It's my ball." <laughs> and he's like, "What do you mean it's your ball?" He's like, yeah. "That's my fucking ball." And my brother's like, "Dude, you, no. you caught it with your teeth. Yeah. Like yeah. you should have used your hands." And he's like, "Your fucking friend tipped it." I was like, "I did tip it." Yeah. More, even more so re- why it's our ball. Right. And a scuffle broke out with my brother and a guy who was already bleeding <laughs> over a baseball. I mean, you're he's lucky you you tipped it. Yeah. Or he could have been dead. He could have been dead. Yeah. You saved his life. I agree. Yeah. It probably would have killed the guy next to him. I ricocheted it, but still. Yeah. <laughs> um, the second one, also with my brother Mikey, we were in front row seats on the visitors on deck circle at the old Shea. The Atlanta Braves were in town. The old Atlanta Braves. Andrew Jones playing center field. Top of the first. No, sorry. Bottom of the first inning. uh, Somebody hits a ball to dead center field. Jones goes back. And anybody that remembers Andrew Jones, he just. One of the greatest center fielders. Glided to it. Yeah. He glides to a ball at the track. He, He gets there so casually that he actually has time to turn around and just like face the plate again when he catches it yeah catches it 
but it was a it had been a rainy night there had been the tarp on the field it was a little slick he kind of falls backwards like he slips a little bit he falls backwards onto the track still a very easy catch it wasn't like a yeah he glided to a ball at the track and made it with ease and then just kind of slipped and fell he's swinging bat in the on deck circle uh in the in the top half of the next inning, and yeah. my brother goes, "Hey Andrew, that's the dirtiest ass I've seen since your mother." And Andrew Jones turns around <laughs> and starts like Terminator walking. Yeah, at my brother, he's yeah. like, "I'm gonna fight this dude." Yeah, and my brother locks up. It, he had like mud all over his ass. Like it's the dirt, filthiest ass I've seen since your mother. <laughs> and uh, he's he's literally he just turns and just like locks in and just starts. And I was like, oh fuck, we're gonna fight Andrew Jones. And Chipper slides over. Yeah. And fucking steps in the way. It's and like, Chip, not worth it, bro. Chipper Chipper Jones stops Andrew Jones from killing my brother. Did and, you immediately go into the Larry chant? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Chipper got pissed too, because then we started ripping on him. He's like, "I saved your life, bro." Yeah. Like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. It was fantastic, but like this guy, you know, the guy, the story of this guy whining about it. Andrew Jones wasn't whining about it. He was about to fight a fourteen. Yeah, yeah. He was about he wasn't to fight a fourteen-year-old boy. <laughs> what's the greatest? What's the greatest heckle you've ever heard from the stands? Uh So the greatest heckle I've ever heard from the stands. Again, my brother. Yeah. We would go to right field at the old Shea when uh, Roger Cedeno was in right field mm-hmm. for uh, for the Mets, and we both hated Cedeno. He fucking stunk. He was just like another one of those like Mets fucking outfield signings. He came over, he hit 210. Yeah. For nine innings, when he would be out in the field, my brother would sit down the right field line for nine full innings. The entire time the Mets were in the field, and he'd go, Sedeno, 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 you suck! <laughs> then he'd take a deep breath. Sedeno, <laughs> People would leave the section. They're like, I can't do this. Yeah, I can't For nine this. innings. That's impressive. Yeah. That's it impressive. Was, it was the best heckle because he never wavered from what he said. He never wavered from the pace. Yeah. He never stopped saying it. <laughs> the whole fucking time. That's kinda, and it was our own guy. Yeah. 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 What's the best heckle you heard? Uh, the best heckle I've heard was down at Angel Stadium. My buddy Jonesy, who does uh, the PA for Gay Stadium now. Uh, do you remember David uh, Eckstein? Mm-hmm. David Eckstein, for you, you guys who don't know, was... The smallest uh, major leaguer by far. He was about five foot six, yeah. about one hundred seventy pounds. He had to he had to take a full crow hop from first full from crow shortstop. hop from shortstop to throw the ball. And he's and we're sitting, you know, behind the dugout, maybe halfway up. And Jonesy gets up and he's like, "Hey, Eckstein, I already told you, no permission slip, no field trip." <laughs> <laughs> The whole and this is at Angel Stadium. The whole fucking section is dying. Yeah, it was great. It uh, it was the funniest. I also had one that uh, got quite a uh, round of applause from Mets fans. We were sitting, we were sitting third base side at City Field, or sorry, at the Old Shea, 
and Benitez was having one of his Benitez meltdowns. <laughs> yeah. And I just like we go in he comes in for the, the you know, the three run save and fucking ten minutes later he's walked a guy two walk two guys giving up a double giving up a bomb yeah and now we're like down to run and they're just fucking spraying <laughs> balls all over the yard and we, we've got to sit there and just wait now to see if we can somehow make a fucking comeback in the ninth and i'm drunk as shit and i fucking i i just snap yeah and i stand up and i lean over and with as much blood curdling as I can put into a scream. I'm like, hey, Benitez, why don't you save us 60 feet both ways and throw over the fucking wall yourself? <laughs> and the whole crowd was like, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Do you remember Ron Coomer? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he was a Dodger for a little bit. and was, I, I think this was Jonesy, too. Um, he would just be like, Ron Coomer, Coomer, yeah, Ron Coomer, yeah, Coomer, yeah, hey, Ron Coomer, lay off the buffet, yeah, Coomer, yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> and that was one that like literally just didn't get old. And, yeah. uh. I don't think it got, I mean, it definitely did get old to us. Who knows if it got old to everybody else. It was too funny. It didn't matter. My, my brother also used to sit at uh, giants games yeah. and his, his big, uh, his big football one was to just pick, uh, the best player on the other team and just say like totally seriously over and over throughout the game. Yeah. Uh, he would go, Donovan McNabb is a racist. <laughs> <laughs> and then he'd be like, no, I'm serious. Yeah. Donovan McNabb is a racist. <laughs> and like some people would be like, what do you stop? Why are you saying that? And other guys would just like totally get it and yeah. fucking be dying. Because no, listen, Donovan McNabb is a racist. <laughs> we were at a Giants Bears game. Brian Erlacher is a racist. <laughs> It's a good bit, man. Yeah, it's, it's a, a good, good bit. <laughs> oh man, more sliding into the DMs. Yeah, what else we got? What else we got? Um, this one's from Jeremy M at Red Eyed Jedi ninety nine. Could possibly end up being too weak a subject for the pod. Don't tell yourself short, Jeremy. You actually made the cut. But what is your seed preference, brand, and flavor? Now, you, when you heard this pre-show, said, is there only one brand of seed? I really honestly thought To which I a... said, Nay. Are, are you saying David? Because back in the day, that was like the only seed. Yeah. Back in the day, the only option of seed that was like really, you could you, you either had David or you had like, supermarket right like off brand yeah and like generic kid, seeds the kid who showed up with generic seeds you're like dude just dude, come on bro look man just have some of my Quit seeds. being so poor yeah like <laughs> don't don't let the other dugout see you with the generic have, yeah. have some of mine i brought two bags yeah. just throw throw those eat those at home um but i gotta say there's been some real modernizations in, oh for in, sure in the seed game uh, there's another seed. There's a third seed company that I don't remember that does like bacon and all kinds of crazy shit. And I actually have tried them once or twice and was not a fan. But my go-to seed is Spitz. I know Spitz. Yeah, little fatter. Yeah, and I have a, uh, I have a three seed process. Okay. Right. So when I was coaching, 
I would go uh, pickle. I was good about to say pickle is probably my the new hot, the dill pickle the new hotness. Actually, so actually, what I'd go was uh, black pepper for yeah. pregame. Yeah, because it would just gnar your face up. Like yeah. if you ate too many of the black pepper, so I go black pepper all BP all infield, just all pregame. Right. Switch over to the dill pickle. Yeah. For a game. Yeah. And then the purple bag, sweet onion chili for rallies. Oh, my Lord. Sweet I've never even onion heard of chili. Sweet, sweet onion chili. Yeah. They actually did like, they did a sweet one too, like an actual sweet one, like honey or something like that. Yeah. And it was like, no, it was no, disgusting. That's, that's not right. Um, the sweet onion chili, dill pickle, black pepper. Those are my spits. And like, I have a bag of spits in my car right now. Of course you do. Yeah. Got everything in your car. Yeah. <laughs> I have two bodies. Like, if there was Armageddon, I'd go to your car. Yeah. Yeah. Wiffle um, balls, can jam, seeds, tire yeah. iron. Yeah. Ready. ready. Skateboards. Yeah. Just ready for fun. Yeah. During Armageddon. Wetsuits. Yeah. Booties. <laughs> booties. Anything you need. I got one of those hoverboards in there right now. Oh, do you? Yeah. Dang. Um, um, I, I like the dill pickle. Of the of the new hotness seeds, I tried I tried black pepper for a little bit. I just got I just it, it, it I just got sick of it. Yeah, yeah. So me is just regular dill pickle, black pepper. But you know I got to try sweet onion chili. Yeah, the That's purple next level. The purple bag. Okay, sweet onion chili. It's yeah. good. What about now? You also you're a dip man. Yes. Dip uh, exclusively? Do you chew at all? I used to, but not anymore. You know what's worse for you? Probably dip. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, I chewed a few times. I I used to really enjoy chewing, mm-hmm. but then when I would chew and drink, it just got dangerous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just like I know how it is because yeah. I chew and drink too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, all right. I'm only I'm only Kodiak Wintergreen. That's it. I don't mess around with Skull or Copenhagen or any of that nonsense. This one from my boy up in Reno. Uh, hopefully, he'll be making out to Tahoe next week. Brent at Brent to Huff. Hey, Joe and Laz, quick question for you. When you go to a game, what is your go-to ballpark food? Do you go for classic dog and peanuts, or do you go for that ballpark specialty food of the season? Thanks, guys. Love the pod. Um, when I'm at uh, Giants uh, at, at AT&T, I like the cha-cha bowl. Which what is, is the cha cha bowl? The cha cha bowl is just the garlic fries up there. Yeah, the garlic fries are good, but I feel like the garlic fries have just been copied everywhere. Yeah, and I feel. But you get that. What's the garlic town that's out there? Gilroy. Gilroy. You get that Gilroy fresh garlic? No, not at, you. Don't get it there. No, you like, don't. Nope. No, you don't. It's just, it's it's garbage grass garlic now yeah. in San Francisco, and I and I feel they over garlic it. It's it's too much. You know, um, the cha-cha bowl is like basically a, a burrito bowl. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, yeah, beyond that, I like the, the, like the polo sausage and stuff like that. I feel the Dodger dog is tremendously overrated. I agree. Trem- it's, just, it's just a hot dog. Yeah, it, it is the same hot dog they served you at, at USC games. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's garbage. It's like Farmer John's yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's a garbage. Um, I'm not a hot dog guy. I uh, I don't enjoy a hot dog generally. Yeah. I do enjoy a hot dog at the ballpark. It's like one of the few places I'll have a hot dog. So 
I would say about 50% of the ball games I go to, I'll have a hot dog. Yeah. Especially like, just seems like half the time you're drinking. The, fir- the first thing to do is just like get a hot dog yeah. and, and get some food in you. Yeah. I do like to do peanuts. I like um, peanuts. I'll do, I'll, I'll do peanuts. I, I've been known to eat a pretzel at a ballpark. Mm-hmm. And then, especially if I'm going to a ballpark for the first time, I'll, I'll try something. Like, yeah. I got the garlic fries in San Francisco. I got the Dodger dog in LA, which was like, what the fuck ever? The hot right. dog. Yeah. And then, uh, City Field has some fantastic food selection. They yeah. do all this New York shit. Um, they obviously have Shake Shack. Oh, they have Shake Shack. They have Shake Shack. Why yeah. is that obvious? That's not obvious to me at all. Uh, it was an ob- It was like it was like one of the. It was like one of their things that they were like, we're we're, we're going to have Shake Shack in the yeah. outfield. Um, but my go-to at City Field is a uh, little Italian sausage and peppers. Sausage yeah. and peppers on a roll. Yeah, fucking do it up. That's legit. Um, but I'm always down to try. Like, and the other thing I'll do whenever I'm at a ballpark is. Like I'll try a local beer. Yeah, you know, like I'll I'll go to Anchor Steam yeah. when I'm in the Bay. I'll go with uh, you know a Twenty First Amendment like craft beer when I'm up there. Sure, I go I go with that Estrella Jalisco or whatever the fuck it is here in in L A. <laughs> um, which, by the way, just as a beer guy, do you know Golden Road Brew? It's an L A. beer company. Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, they just did a crossover cross brand beer. It's a Jalisco or Jalisco or whatever uh-huh. they call it, and Golden Road Mango Michelada. I don't know what the fuck that, but it just sounds fantastic. Yeah, I I, I like Micheladas. I do not drink Micheladas out of the can though. They have to be made. For yeah, me. yeah, I don't know, and I haven't even seen it yet. Like I don't know if it's a uh, if it's like the Micheladas coming out of the can or if they're just like suggesting you make this with a michelada like as a michelada i gotta do a little more research yeah i think it's straight up michelada out of the can they put fucking beer and and tomato juice in there. yeah no it's definitely not that by the way there's definitely it's not the tomato like there's no i don't think there is tomato in there i think it's just like a beer they've made specifically for you to make micheladas with but i don't know if there's spices involved okay hmm so we'll look into it yeah i will drink i will drink one of those bud light Gelatas, by the way. Oh, uh, you will? Yeah. Uh, the Bud Gelata. I don't know about that. Oh, and I fucking love the Clamato ones too. Oh. I'll get I'll get I'll get one of I'll get you, one of those tall boys for sure. Do you still like um Bloody Marys? I do. I've lost my like I've lost l- my taste for I lost them. my like love of Bloody Marys. Yeah. I just had one uh at James Beach this past weekend. Yeah. Like it's still something I'll have, but like I used to drink like seven of them. <laughs> yeah, right. You yeah. know? Yeah. Now it's like, and it's such a fucking douchey white person thing, but like now I'll go, you ever go to brick and mortar down here? Sure. They have the bottomless mimosas. They have the bottomless, uh, bloody Mary, but then there's like a bar where you can put like bacon in it, slim Jim's fucking, you know, Skittles, whatever the fuck. I'm like, yeah, it's like a basic white person thing, but I'm all about dressing my bloody Mary now. Okay. Um, so let's keep moving. The other thing about the ballpark food is like I will scarf that hot dog, that first hot dog, because I want to I want to eat that hot dog while the beer is cold. Totally. I do not want to get in a situation where I've had hot dog left and then like warm like end of end of beer beer. Yeah. 100%. That's the worst. That's why my that's why my first move is like 
go and get a hot dog. Right. And then that's just like, I had a hot dog with a beer, yeah. and now I can go, like I had a hot dog and a cold Miller Lite, and now I can go, hey, what? so what do you guys serve here? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this one from our boy Mitch, at underscore Maniacal Mitch. Maniacal Mitch! Aussie dirt, dirt ball. Yeah. Down under. Uh, shout out to the Brisbane Lions, by the way, my new Aussie football team. Oh, really? Yeah, they're replacing my NFL team, my NFL love. They're they're currently in literally dead last place in the whole league. So you but can't, that's your squad. You can't say I took a front runner. Right, right? you did not. You I did t- not. I took them. Um, hi, Laz and Joe. Baseball seems to be one of the most stat-oriented sports out there. So what are the main stats I need to pay attention to? Thanks, love the show, and fuck Chase Utley. Not a babe. I think I think hitting wise, slugging percentage, on base percentage, um, are the are the top ones. Um and then pitching I think is ERA, strikeouts and whip. I mean we know wins are right almost, you know. What's your so like I mean they, they people get so fucking advanced now. Yeah. And I know that batting average has become like just like People just don't give a shit about batting average, yeah. which I I kind of disagree with. It's still it's still how fucking, much you hit. It's still yeah. your hits divided by your bats. <laughs> right, you know what I mean? Right. Like your at bats divided or whatever the fuck it is. It's still like to me, it's still a good number, and I'm sick of hearing like the oh Todd Frazier's two thirty five is actually good because I'm like no, don't care. Like two thirty five is two thirty five. But if he's slugging seven hundred and right. he's on base right at He's, first of all, clip. he's not slugging seven hundred. Right, right. right. But, that's what I'm saying. But that's why, that's why, like, I don't pay attention as much to batting ra- batting average as it relates to their home runs. Yeah, I'm looking at slugging percentage because that's how hard you're hitting each ball, and your on base percentage tells me how much you're going out of the zone or not. Right. You know. So then, now there's there's OBP, which is on base plus slugging. Right. My issue with that, and uh, Mitch, if you want to get into following OBP, please do. It is a very, it's a great stat. But when you're a longtime baseball guy like I am, that is not enough. Like, I don't have context for that number. Okay. I don't yeah. know. Right. So you're like, yeah, I, you're like, oh, I remember. Like I know what I Tony Gwynn's year, batting like, average was. Fucking Benny Ogbayani had a twelve hundred yeah. OBP. Right, yeah. it's not part of your like. Right. And I also understand. Like I have a context even just for slugging. Yeah, and I have a context for on base percentage. Right, but like, so uh, should I? Like it's just too much math for me to do. Yeah. Like so now what? If you have a better than eleven hundred, you're good. Like I don't know. Like. You know, a 400 on base percentage, pretty good. Really good. I mean, yeah. I think I think the level, I, I think a great on base percentage is 360. Right. Yeah. So 400 is incredible. Yeah. Right. And then slugging, guys slugging like. five 600 is really good. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So now, what's it? A 900 on base? Yeah. Like any, I, OBP? I think anything over 800 as far as an OBP is really good. It's very, very good. Um. Whip Bonds was like 1,200. Yeah. Whip is another one that it doesn't factor in the bulldog factor. Right. It doesn't. It doesn't. It it kind of. Like DeGrom is like up there. 
I think whip is probably ERA. better for relievers than it is yeah. for starters. Uh, like DeGrom right now, up there in ERA, up there in strikeouts. Wins, obviously, nowhere to be found. He's got four of them. Yeah, even though not he's, his fault. Even though he's going to win the Cy Young with six wins. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, like, he doesn't have whip because it's like the swing and miss guys that a lot of people are now. All right, you walk a guy, now you strike out the side. like, right. Or you give up a couple hits, you strike out the rest of the dudes. It, I, like, It's another one where I just don't have context for it. Mm. And I understand that that makes me like old baseball guy. And there's new, the fucking kids out there are like, well, this is yeah. this. And like, that's fine. Yeah. That's cool. But I mean, you have to go back and do, like, you're going to have to do your own math to figure out. Whip. You know, like right. Dennis Eckersley's whip. Yeah. Like they didn't, they weren't keeping that shit. No, they. You weren't. know what I mean? They weren't. Um, ERA is just like that's basic. It's a no brainer. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Now, what? How do you feel about war in general? I, it, it's the same thing for me. It's a new stat. Yeah, you know, and it seems to line up with the great players, right? Like, but it's hard. It, like, is a five good? Is a four good? Right. Is a, yeah, you know what I mean. So, and that's, um, that's the thing when I look at war and I, I actually really do like war. Um, I, I'm always doing a war comparison. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like if you told me, Hey, um, you know, Brandon Crawford hit 340 this year, I'd go, that's good for yeah, sure. That's really, really good. Really good. Yeah. <laughs> like, but if you were like, oh, his war this year was four, I'd be like, well, what was everybody else's war? You right, know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. And and the same thing goes for uh, when you look at the all-time greats. Like, I like looking at career war, and I like looking at like the season leaders in war. Right. Um, like that's Mike Trout. Mike and Trout's then, passing the Hall of Famers every day in career and war. Does your career war? Does it is it cumulative? Like yeah. if you're a five one year and then you're a five the next year, your, your career war is ten. Yeah. Okay. So that's when we were talking last week about Mike Trout passing Hall of Famers in war. Like he's already got more wins above replacement in a career than Whitey Ford. That's why he's the goat, dude. Yeah, exactly. That's why he's the goat. Um. But yeah, Mitch. I mean, the the other thing is there's a lot of new baseball. There's a lot of new baseball to get in involved in. So if you guys are out there, feel free to slide into our DMs and tell mm -hmm. us the ones we missed. But keep in mind, we're old and we probably don't care. <laughs> this one from Caleb Seidner at Caleb Seidner. Hello, Joe and Andy. I have been enjoying Dirty Slides so much. I was just curious if either of you have heard about Luke Heimlich. The ace lefty pitcher from Oregon State, he entered a guilty plea when he was 15 for molesting a six-year-old female relative. Just curious how you would feel if your favorite team drafted him. All right, let's break this down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he got caught. Yeah. Pretty early. So we don't know. You know how long he was molesting. He's also child. from fucking. It's not ass fuck Washington officially, but it may as well be called ass fuck Washington. Where is he from? Like ass fuck Washington. Okay, so he's Pos from the woods, luck or something like that. Right. He's from the woods. Like right. this could been. I'm not. By the way, I'm not making any excuses for a 15 year old molesting a six year old. But I'm saying, boys, country, boys, country, and men. Like I know how. You know, horny I was at 15, yeah. and I get it. I get it. But six? 
I don't and get also, it. And also, I don't know the specifics. Like, I don't want to read the specifics <laughs> yeah, of it. I don't. Right. But, like, he showed her his thing, and she he touched it. And right. Like, well, yeah. Like. Yeah. I mean, there's a difference between, like. Having sex with a six-year-old. Well, like being like, hey, six-year-old, here's my wiener. Right. Or furiously finger-banging a six-year-old. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, like, what did he do? Yeah. Like, I hope if he was furiously finger-banging a six-year-old, he'd be in jail. Right. You know, because that's, you know. Talk about a dirty slider. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's Mamba mentality. Yeah. <laughs> um, but... Okay, th- that being said, I think if my team drafted him, I would just hope that they put him through a full, you know, mental test, give him some therapy, like give him a shot. But it's a weird thing, man. It's yeah. a really weird thing. And, yeah. And like, and he already he has first day Major League Baseball draft talent. Yeah. And he did not get selected in on day one. So yeah. This is clearly a thing. Some team is probably going to get a fucking steal. If they do and this guy makes the big leagues, it's going to be mentioned on your broadcast, which to me is like, uh, like you talk about, you talk about like, can you imagine ballpark hackles? Can you imagine Vince Scully doing yeah. his, his little story about this guy? Like yeah. Vince Scully had a story for everybody. <laughs> I mean, can you just imagine my brother? Luke Heimlich is a rapist. <laughs> No, I'm serious. No, guys. no, for he's real. a rapist. He's a rapist. Like, and the guy going, uh, "Don't you usually say racist, Mike." He's like, "Yeah, but yeah, he's but, a rapist." Yeah, but this guy is a rapist. Um, yeah. As a Mets fan, I'm like, I'm like, look, we need all the help we can get, but not necessarily in pitching. Yeah, 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 yeah. And We're also, uh, like, we just don't need that karma. Yeah, you know, we have we we have fucking made off karma, right? You know, we don't need molester karma. <laughs> uh, another one from Rich Montmini. He made the show, I believe, last week or a couple of weeks ago with his. Uh, he needed some hitting tips, right? In his in his. Uh, How are you doing, Rich? Like, what's what's happening? Let us know. Um, he said, I "Haven't heard you guys disagree yet on any of the candidates for dude status, but surely the day will come when you disagree. What will you use as a tiebreaker?" Or is it the sort of thing that if a guy can't get both votes, he's automatically not a dude? I think you should decide on this before it happens. I almost like my initial reaction to that question was it's this word jury, right? Yeah. Like a hung jury is a retrial. Like, right. W- there is no split vote. You right. Know? I think, I think, uh, you know, it's like, uh, you know, your Hall of Fame vote, you don't make it the first year. We have to reconsider you the next year Yeah, with a whole new set of... Yeah, we'll have to wait for new information to come. New information. New evidence to yeah. be brought forth right. you know, for, for the trial. Right. But I, I also I think the closest we got to disagreeing was the Kevin, Kevin Durant, Durant thing. <laughs> yeah. And we ended up agreeing on that. We ended up agreeing that he's uh, not quite there yet. And I think the reason I also wanted to bring this up is because I think the beauty of this question is again, like it's sort of an eye test. It's sort of a, it's, it's sort a of just feel. a feeling. Yeah. It's that je ne sais quoi. Yeah. And I think one of the great things about dirty slides and one of the reasons that 
you know, I've chosen you and you've chosen me as well as the, the, the co-host for this podcast is we are in sync. Yes. We, we see and we feel the same things that we, we have, you know, we have the ability to, to say dude or not dude. Right. It's, it's basically the whole reason we're here. It's no, it's just because we're, we're totally <laughs> in agreement on what makes or what doesn't make a fucking dude. dude yeah. Like there, there was no point when I was like laying out the playoff matchups, potential playoff matchups, mm-hmm. when I was like, "Oh, Laz is really going to make a strong argument that this NL <laughs> side is way sexier." <laughs> this is not dirty sports, guys. Right. right. It's not. This isn't sports. Ruther over here going like Johnny Manziel's going to be a Pro Bowl. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I I don't know that that we should throw rules into it because there were never rules to begin with Yeah, when it came to dude or not a dude. Yeah. It's just, it's really a discussion. And if we're hung on it, yeah, it just... And I feel like we've even talked names and not had an answer and then just the yeah. answer, we, we it found comes, the answer. It yeah. comes, yeah. Um, you can't force dude or not a dude. Well, that was dirty slide into our DMs. Okay. Uh, our DMs are open at dirty slides on Twitter. Uh, if you want to get a question in, get on Twitter, slide into our DMs. I know not all of our listeners are on Twitter. Um, you know, you could also always, if you're not that guy, send a message to the Dirty Sports Podcast, to the contact, whatever. Um, slide into one of our personal Instagrams or whatever and, and send us something. But uh, Dirty Slide into the DMs with your questions. We love getting your questions. We love answering them. Uh, it takes this show in in a direction that we never know where it's going, and we love that you guys kind of determine it. Uh, do you have any dude or not a dude for the week? I haven't had anybody sort of stand out as like just the right fielder with no warm up pitches shoving yeah. it to the number one team. I think we, we, we got to figure agree. out we, that guy's name. We can agree he's a dude. He's a dude. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what I was just thinking about is like at some point we're gonna we should make the all time dude team. Agreed. And maybe this week we could just start with one position and just kind of throw out kind of some names that maybe next week we'll kind of filter through. Like if we were talking all-time dude outfield and you have three spots. Yeah. The two that just come to mind is like no question dudes are Babe Ruth and Ricky Henderson. Yes. Agree. Yeah. I mean, I don't think you can make any argument that Babe Ruth is not a dude. No. No. As with Ricky. Pitcher, hitter, fat man. Drinker, carouser. Yeah. Cheater. (laughs) You know? Of on his wife, I mean. I don't know if he cheated, but I mean like it was the nineteen twenties. Everybody cheated in baseball, right? Yeah. Um And Ricky Henderson is sort of like if we if we had cover art on the book of Deuteronomy, right. it'd probably be your painting right. in here. Right. You know, and if Ricky Anderson walked in the room right now, yeah. just doing Ricky things and yeah. saying Ricky things, you'd just be like, oh, well, this is the dude. So that leaves us what? And one out spot? one spot. Am I crazy to also be like, I mean, it's Bo Jackson? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, no. Remember when he ran crazy. up the wall? Yeah. Ran it up, ran up, ran up and down. Yeah, ran up and down. He the didn't wall. run up and then fall off. No, he ran up and he ran down. Yeah, like a superhero. I also once saw him throw a guy out at home plate from the wall. 
Yeah, and that runner was Harold Reynolds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who was the league leader in steals. It was like one of the fastest guys maybe in the history. I mean, of the guys, leagues. we're open. Yeah. <laughs> Slide into the DMs yeah. with other dudes, but <laughs> Babe Ruth, Ricky Henderson, Bo Jackson. Okay. Yeah. So, who, so who are you replacing? Yeah, right? Like, I, the, I mean, I think about Barry Bonds, but... But like even the it, whole getting jealous about Maguire and Sosa, it's undude like. It's undude like. But then taking all the roids and basically taking all the shit for all the guys who took roids, yeah. It's pretty dude move too. Yeah. You know? But the 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 hands, But does it make him more of a dude than Ricky Bo or Babe Ruth? I I can't make I that can't argument. Say that he, <laughs> yeah. he is. Uh, the one dude or not a dude that did that did make it onto Twitter that is, uh, I think, has got to be mentioned, a not baseball dude. And this, I, I'm interested to see. This might be where we have a, a differing of opinion. But uh, somebody brought, showed a clip of Tom Cruise unable to throw a baseball. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yes. And said, dude or not a dude. Uh, okay. Well, he's not a dude throwing. Right. Um. Tom Cruise is a really tough one, a really tough one, because, you know, no matter how you think about Tom Cruise, the guy is a movie star, like a the movie, the star. movie. He star. was the guy who like was like, this is we're going from like, oh, you know, these people from the movies to right. like this dude's a movie. This, like they were like, this is a we Tom start Cruise a magazine movie. called people right 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 and we should just put famous people on it yeah 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 and tom cruise and tom cruise should be on all the time all the time yeah right uh here's also my argument for tom cruise is a dude and i've i've talked about this on numerous podcasts tom, not every movie tom cruise has been in has been a great movie but i dare you i dare anybody out there it's what I call the Tom Cruise challenge. Tell me a movie Tom Cruise was not personally great in. I I don't I've never been able to find one. I've never been able to find fucking one. Tell me a movie Tom Cruise does not go on a full on sprint in. Yeah. None. He has that in his Twitter bio, running in movies since nineteen eighty one. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's really funny. But uh, like right. far and away, like far and away's you're a carcassian. Yeah, see? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Right. Um, it's, you know, I haven't seen many of his recent movies. Yeah. I haven't seen many of the recent ones either. I don't know how he was in Rock of Love or, like, whatever. But, right. like, I mean, for three decades. I mean, he was fantastic in Tropic Thunder. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, I don't know. The, I can, the, the other so, thing that's crazy about you ever Tom seen Cruise, a movie? Ever seen a movie called Blood and Is it Blood and Wine? I know what movie you're talking about. I did not see Jack it. Nicholson. Yeah, uh, Stephen Dorff, Jennifer Lopez, Michael Caine. Jack Nicholson and Michael Caine are awful in it. Yeah, they're awful. Is it just because Stephen Dorff's involved? No, they're just bad. It's just yeah. a bad movie, and yeah. that's my point. Tom Cruise has been in like not great movies, right? Not his fault. No, Jack Nicholson and Michael Caine, two of the greatest living actors on the planet, bad in the same movie. Hard that's to watch, right? Tom Cruise does not have that movie, and and if he does, it's came out in the last five years. Okay, so we can agree on a professional level. 
Tom Cruise is a dude. Does his own stunts. Yes, he does. Except for throwing baseballs. Well, unfortunately, he does his own stunts, and that's why we've yeah. seen him throw a baseball. Yeah. Um, yeah, so professionally, a lot like KD. Yeah. Dude, I just I don't know enough about what kind of dude would let himself just be absolutely controlled and dominated by I David Miscavige. Yeah, I didn't watch The Going Clear. Oh, you got to watch that. Yeah. You got to watch that and come back to me. We'll yeah. Come back to this. <laughs> we, we have a hanging Chad here. We have a hanging crew. Yeah. I mean, I I, I think that's got to be part of it. Um, look, I, him I, jumping up and down on the couch about yeah. Katie Holmes. Yeah. That's not a dude move. No, not a dude move. That's but he was on dude. Oprah. Yeah. But like even thinking that I got to do something extra chickish just because I'm on Oprah, that's not a dude right. move. Totally. I agree. You know? I think he might be a crazy person. Oh, there's no. I, yeah. I, I'm I'm positive he's a crazy the, person. To me, I the professional thing though, like you know, people talk about like LeBron James, KD, and then like you always hear like the Jordan, like six and zero, oh, six and zero. Oh. Right. I'm talking about Tom. I'm saying Tom Cruise didn't have a bad game. <laughs> yeah. Tom. Yeah. Tom Cruise is. So how do we wait? 30, 30, 12, and twelve every, every night. night. Ever since not average. Right. Not average. Yeah. Yeah. Every night. Right. Since uh what was that? What taps. Was <laughs> caps. Taps. Taps. You remember Taps? No, Taps. Yeah, Taps was the Timothy Hutton. Yeah. Right. You and remember then, how psycho he was in Taps? Right. And you're like, fuck this fuck, guy. Fuck this guy's crazy. Yeah. Like even in uh, shooting a machine gun in the What's air? the what's the uh, Oklahoma teenage the the socias and the Oh yeah. The uh, greasers. The outsiders. The outsiders. He's crazy in that too. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't take your eye off him. He's All great. the right moves. All the right moves. Seemed like he could play football there for a second. Yeah, because he didn't have to throw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wasn't the quarterback. <laughs> yeah, right. Tom Cruise, DB, for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I get that. <laughs> um, Yeah, you got to watch Going Clear, and then we, I think we got to come back to yeah. this. And then and then what was thrown out there by the, the, uh, the sliders was, can you even be a dude if you can't throw a baseball? Which is like a great, like... Yeah. But what about this as like a counter to that? Just And I think we're going to have to come back to this after I watch Going Clear. But what about the counter of like, I feel like in two hours, Tom Cruise could like really throw a baseball. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, Yeah, I don't think so. No? I don't agree with that. I don't think. Did you, did you? And a few good men, like he looks like he'd hit it. He's hitting softball grounders. I said this to one of our people um, that that did he ever make a baseball movie? And I said, well, no, he played softball in A Few Good Men and put his stirrups on backwards. Yeah. <laughs> so no, he never did. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think you have to be a great athlete to be a dude. You know, a conventional no. athlete. But I, I, I'm, my point is because like... Because you could throw that whole thing about him doing his own stunts. Right. My point is like, I bet you Tom Cruise is the best billiards player at, you know, Hanano tonight by a long shot because of Color of Money. <laughs> like, I bet now you... Now that I could see. I bet you Tom Cruise is the best driver within a 50-mile radius of here. 
He did the race car thing. Right. He did, he, you know. He's, he's also one of those dudes who's like, I like my motorcycles and, yeah. my, and my cars and my yeah. helicopters. But, like, don't you feel like if you're like, all right, here's the deal. You got three weeks to fucking learn a dirty slider. Like, yeah. <laughs> no chance. No? <laughs> no. Wow. No. Like, this is going to have to be. I'm putting this next to the Ruther Scherzer challenge. Like, I need to get Tom Cruise. I don't think he can throw a dirty slider in three weeks. Wow. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you. I'll I'll even I'll even top that. I would say you could teach him as best as you could, and I will face him and crush his slider. Wow. That's what I'm saying. There's no way. Now, can he can he drive cars? Can he fucking jump off buildings? Yes. But I don't think he could do that. I don't think so. This is a great follow-up following our, like, yeah. what happens if there's... <laughs> what happens if Tom Cruise... I'm going to have to bring back Tom Cruise Day Tuesday, by the way, where I watched Tom Cruise movies every Tuesday live and, and uh, did running commentary to it on the <laughs> That's internet. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, you should definitely watch Going Clear and do running commentary yeah. on that. I think it's Tom Cruise Day Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's it, Laz. What do you got? Uh, yeah, that's it. Um, I got... I think I have a show coming up, um, but not this week. So I don't know if I should plug it or not. But uh, plug it in advance. Yeah, June June twentieth at the Hollywood Hotel with Nate Craig and nice. Quincy Johnson and all them fools. And uh, you L.A. area dirt balls come yeah. to last, dude. You crushed the backyard show. Thanks, man. You crushed it. Thanks, bro. I appreciate that. I know we've done a couple of these episodes since then, but yeah, yeah. That's, that's one of your best sets I've seen you do in a while. I uh, we were I, dying over. You did bits about your your the stepdad. stepdad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what was he? Double cheek kissing you or yeah. mouth kissing you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So fucking. You fun. can't be tough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even if you want to, you can't. Yeah. Can you be a dude if your dad kisses <laughs> you on the mouth? Kisses you twice on the mouth. No, <laughs> you can't. Um, I was, uh, I did that awful, um, uh, show down at Prince of Wales. Oh yeah. How'd that go? Actually, um, I was the only comic where everybody was listening. Great. Yeah. You got the, you got so the good that spot. was, that was kind of a miracle at that joint. You know how that goes. And I, and I definitely expanded on the, the stepdad stuff. So, um, yeah, so I'll be doing that. And at the Hollywood hotel, June 20th, the gays are back. Back um, in Gay Stadium, back too. Back in Gay Stadium. Um, we won that fight, which, um, well, you know what? I'm not going to say we won it yet because the guy's still around, so I'm going to knock on wood real quick. Um, but uh, the Gays lost this weekend. We're 6-3. and three. I almost took one deep, um, but I didn't, so it doesn't matter. So, um, yeah, that's all I got. Follow me on uh, Instagram at Andy Lazarus. Follow the Venice Gays at Andy Lazarus. Tweet me at Andy Lazarus. You want to talk about dudes whether they can throw or not whether tom cruise can throw a slider i'm saying there's no chance in hell great yeah follow me at joe prano on instagram at fix your life on twitter uh go to joeprano.com for shows i got so many shows coming the stand-up and stadiums tour is upon us we had a little break since i was up in the bay but now we're coming back with a vengeance i will be up in Tahoe this coming week, June 13th. Are you doing the Purple Onion up there like we did last time? Uh, the Purple Onion is closed again. Doc's yeah. closed. They're having a thing. They're having I love a, that joint. So great. I think they're going to try to bring it back somewhere. We're going to try to do that. I would love for you to come up. I would love for us to do a Dirty Slides trip 
uh, when the Mets and Giants are up there at Let's the end do it. of August. Get some shows on the books. Maybe we could do the Oakland show I do. Yeah. Um, I'll be in Tahoe this week. Uh, the Improv at Harvey's, the 13th to the 17th. Uh, then I'll be in New York. I got some spots already lined up in the city. Gotham Comedy Club on June 21st, which is a virtual reality taping. What does that even mean? They're going to tape the show live in and then, virtual reality. And you'll be able to like watch it if you have like, a VR, like Oculus VR. So like, you will be in their living room doing stand up. Be like in their in their head. You know <laughs> yes, what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> so that's crazy. Greenwich Village Comedy Club. I'll be at. The Mets game on June 25th versus the Dodgers, if the Mets are still a thing. Um, June 27th, Empire Casino. July, uh, June 28th to July to July 1st, I believe, or maybe just June 30th. I'll be at the Stress Factory in New Brunswick. Then July 4th, Safeco Field. Angels at Mariners. July 5th through the 7th, Campbell's Resort in Lake Chelan, Washington. And then 13th to the 15th, Eddie Ifs Bingle Fest in Monroe, Washington. Out there where the Holy fucking shit. out there where the Oregon guys touch yeah, the little Oregon kids. guys. And then back here for San Diego, uh, La Jolla Comedy Store with Eddie F 27th through the 29th. And then we got a break before we do Chicago for the Dirty Sports Dirtball Midwest Meetup. Uh, Ruther going out there with you? He is, yeah. We're going to do a live podcast at uh, the Comedy Bar in Chicago. And then I'm going to headline all weekend. And then it was supposed to be... Um, Week one of the NFL, but that might be canceled. Now, you're going to tell me the first time Saquon Barkley goes 90 yards for a touchdown, you're not going to be excited? I'm going to be excited. I'm 100% behind what yeah. you're doing, by the way, just so you know. I'm gu- I'm gonna it be- takes a strong man, Look, Joe. I'm going to be excited, and I hope that the Giants win the Super Bowl with or without my support. Um because the show will go on. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. I know the show will go on. But, and I said this on um, Dirty Sports, I've made fun of Kobe Bryant's rape allegations. I made fun of this Oregon kid fingering a six-year-old. <laughs> I've called <laughs> people retards. I talked yes. about the, you know, the Kardashians having a Persian sex gangbang with the Clippers at one point. By the way, now I'm just listing all the things that my manager was like, don't ever say any of those things again. <laughs> um, I've said so many things on podcasts, yeah. on stage, on television. Yeah. I've done and said so many things and I've profited from it. I've made money from it. And the beauty of that is the greatest part about being a stand-up comedy a stand-up comedian is you're literally exercising your right to free speech every day and and making money off of it. I There's nothing I believe in more than you should have the right to say anything you want anywhere except for fire in a crowded theater. Yeah. And, you know, like, and he raped me. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, you should be able to say anything you want. That is the thing. I don't, and like, I've talked about it too much on Dirty Sports, so I'm not going to get into it again. But like the idea that this is like a private company, just kill yourself with that. Like it's not. There's billions of dollars of taxpayer money going to it every day, every year. So shut up. And also, what the fuck kind of private company makes people stand and salute a fucking flag before you work? It's stupid. It's, it's paid ridiculous. patriotism. It's it's you're 
you you've been conned by a fucking con man into believing it has anything to do with like the military. Right. It's nationalism. It's folk patriotism. It's ev- it makes me want to move out of this country. It truly does. I I'm looking at and circling land in Costa Mexico, Rica? just right below the border, so I can be back here to fly and go do shows and whatever. But like I am considering moving. Imagine thinking that as a child. I'm going to leave the United States of America and move to Mexico. Yeah. I never considered that. Yeah. Until now. Yeah. Until um, now. I just I'm can't. thinking about finally getting my pilot's license just so I could maybe get out of here before they all before they all come. Great. Fly you down know? and fly down to my la- my airstrip in yeah. Mexico. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For podcasts. <laughs> it's like the hour flight. Right. If that. So, yeah, I mean, trust me, I know I love football. I love it. I, 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 and the NFL, I, I've carved out one day every weekend for as long as I can remember. Right. To, to, to do to it. Watch all like, those games. But if you don't, if like, we've all got to stand for something. Yeah. What else am I picking? Right. If, if not, if not the ability to say what the fuck you want in the United States of America, I don't know. So, Hope Eli Manning wins five more before he retires. Hope he's in the Hall of Fame. Hope everything ever ha- everything great that ever happened to the Giants. Hope Odell Beckham breaks every one of Jerry Rice's records. I uh, hope Saquon Barkley. How dare you? <laughs> and look, I'm a huge Rice guy. <laughs> hope Saquon Barkley averages 90 yards a carry. But I just can't. I can't give any money to it. I can't give any support to it. I don't even think. Look, go Brisbane Lions. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> go Brisbane Lions. Fuck Chase Otley. Fuck him! <laughs>